0: Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 209 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Psalm chapter 22 today and our focus is on why was Jesus abandoned on the cross? How Jesus was forsaken so you and I don't have to be. So thank you all for listening. Our goal is to encourage daily Bible reading, daily Bible listening, daily Bible following, and daily Bible thinking and obeying. We want to invite as many people as possible to join with us in that. So by word of mouth, please let me encourage you to share the show with a friend or a neighbor and uh, even on social media, and point people to our website, Bible2021.com, where you can subscribe to the show. That's Bible2021.com. Now, I've spoken a few times over the past year about how the Psalms have become more precious to me personally, especially if we as we've gone through one uh, wave of the pandemic after another. In fact, I'm still in the habit of waking up every day, and before I read the news, before I read really pretty much anything else, I try to read one or two of the Psalms. The Psalms are great ways to like express and process our emotions and are also great examples of how there's just nothing new under the sun. So much of the struggles we feel in an ongoing way uh, were felt by the psalmists, you know, thousands of years ago and they're recorded in the Psalms. We're not the first to feel these feelings and situations that rack our souls. Another way the Psalms are helpful, at least for me, and uh, I understand others as well, is in our prayer lives. They help us pray. They give expression to our words. They encourage us to pray and uh, kind of point us to new and creative ways to communicate with God uh, that we know are inspired by the Holy Spirit. Well, today's Psalm is particularly precious because it is the Psalm that Jesus quoted and prayed when he was on the cross. In fact, a Psalm may have been the very last thing Jesus said right before he died, or slightly more likely given John 19, when Jesus says it is finished, it was probably the second to the last or the penultimate thing that Jesus said before he died. We see this in Matthew 27, 45 through 49. Which says, from noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over the whole land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, sabachthani that is, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? When some of those were standing there heard this, they said, he's calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick, and offered him a drink. But the rest said, Well, let's see if Elijah comes to save him. But Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. So that shows the value and the importance and the significance of the Psalms in the life of Jesus. I mean, in his hour of greatest crisis and suffering, in his greatest hour of need, out comes a Psalm from his lips. What comes out of us when we go through the most difficult times is usually that which is deepest and most central and most genuine in us. That a psalm came out when Jesus was suffering at his worst shows, you know, just exactly how deep and central the psalms were to his life. Now, why was Jesus abandoned on the cross? Why, at his greatest hour of need, suffering like the worst thing possible, did God, his father, turn his back on his one and only son when that one and only son was obeying God in a greater way than any being has ever done in history? Why did God turn his back on the greatest display of faithfulness ever at the hour of his son's greatest need ever? As we mentioned yesterday when we discussed the crucifixion in Luke 23, it is because the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. If God had rescued Jesus on the cross, then we would still be lost and unsaved and ourselves abandoned because Jesus was forsaken. We can be welcomed. I want to say that one more time because it's a huge, huge deal. This is the core of the gospel. Because Jesus was forsaken on the cross, we can be welcomed into heaven, into eternal life. Here's Pastor Tim Keller to help us see this glorious and expensive truth. Keller says, "...the wages of sin is aloneness. The wages of sin is to be forsaken. The wages of sin is to be terribly and horribly alone." On the cross, when Jesus said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was the straw that broke his back. He had been betrayed by his friends. He had been rejected by his people. Now he was forsaken by his father. Why? He got the aloneness that you and I deserve. He got what your sins and my sins deserve. He lost all community. He was utterly forsaken. Do you know what that means? Because Jesus was forsaken in your place, God will never forsake you. Everything you deserve and I deserve fell into Jesus' heart, and now he will never ever forsake you. You can know that, and you can know he loves you like that. Jesus Christ lost the acclamation of heaven and took the appropriation and took the rejection we deserve so we can have what he deserved. Which is what? Well done, good and faithful servant. When Jesus went to the cross for you, for me, for God, there's the ultimate accomplishment. Yet Jesus was forsaken by God. He heard in his soul the words, depart from me, so we could hear in our soul, well done, good and faithful servant. You are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. Jesus made himself of no reputation. He lost everything so you and I could have a name with God. He was jeered so you could have the infinite honor of God. That's what he did. That's what it cost him. Only when we see that, only when you see that you can be absolutely convinced in your heart of God's delight in you, God's praise of you, and then you won't have to worry about what anybody else thinks or says. Amen. Well, let's read our psalm and then we'll close with our Bible verse of the month. Psalm chapter 22, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Why are you so far from my deliverance and from my words of groaning? My God, I cry by day, but you do not answer. By night, yet I have no rest, but you are holy, enthroned on the praises of Israel. Our ancestors trusted in you. They trusted and you rescued them. They cried to you and were set free. They trusted in you and were not disgraced. But I am a worm and not a man, scorned by mankind and despised by people. Everyone who sees me mocks me. They sneer and shake their heads. He relies on the Lord. Let him save him. Let the Lord rescue him, since he takes pleasure in him." It was you who brought me up out of the womb, making me secure at my mother's breast. I was given over to you at birth. You have been my God from my mother's womb. Don't be far from me, because distress is near, and there's no one to help. Many bulls surround me. Strong ones of Bashan encircle me. They open their mouths against me, lions mauling and roaring. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are disjointed. My heart is like wax melting within me. My strength is dried up like baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You put me into the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. A game of evildoers has closed in on me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. People look and stare at me. They divided my garments among themselves, and they cast lots for my clothing. But you, Lord, don't be far away. My strength come quickly to help me. Rescue my life from the sword, my only life from the power of these dogs. Save me from the lion's mouth, from the horns of wild oxen, you answered me. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you in the assembly. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. All you descendants of Israel, revere him. For he has not despised or abhorred the torment of the oppressed. He did not hide his face from him, but listened when he cried to him for help. I will give you praise in the great assembly. Because of you, I will fulfill my vows before those who Fear you, The humble will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek the Lord will praise him. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before you. For kingship belongs to the Lord. He rules the nations. All who prosper on earth will eat and bow down. All those who go down to the dust will kneel before him, even the one who cannot preserve his life. Their descendants will serve him. The next generation will be told about the Lord. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people yet to be born. They will declare what he has done. Amen. Well, finally, we will read our Bible verses for the month of July. They are Luke six forty-seven through 48. Jesus says, I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words and acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against that house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. Amen. Well, good day, friends, and speed to you.